everybody. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Why don't we all stand? Let's start this service off with prayer. Ask God to come into this house, fill, fill this place with His presence, with His glory tonight. Let's worship Him together. God, we love You. We thank You, Lord, for Your goodness, for Your mercy, for Your blessing, Savior. Thank You for allowing us another opportunity to come together to worship and to praise and to magnify Your great name. You are wonderful, Lord. You are mighty. You are worthy of all of our praise, O God. Come on, why don't you lift up your voice unto the Lord tonight? Come on, everybody, lift up your voice unto the Lord. Hallelujah! 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 Let's clap our hands unto God. Shout unto the Lord with the voice.
tell this back a few weeks ago, but I wasn't here. But I'm going to tell it now. Um, on April the 17th, uh, it's my sister's birthday. But on April the 17th, I had the Holy Ghost for 40 years. And that, that, that's great. That's great. That's very great. But during that 40 years, the Lord, I don't know if he let it happen, but I've had cancer. I've had a heart attack. I've been run over by a tractor. And I've done all kinds of crazy stuff to myself, but I'm still here. Still here. And so I want to tell you, Jesus is a healer. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Jesus is the healer, and I, and I, I want y'all to know that. I, I'm so thankful that we're trying to get back in the groove here at church, and uh, I know we missed a lot, but I'm so thankful to be back in church. And I'm going to tell something else that happened today. This, this is Jesus, too. My aunt, Charlene's brush hog, messed up. Okay? And it was messed up bad. And the guy told me, he said, oh, it's a three-hour job. He said, it'll take you forever. You're going to get mad and quit and come back tomorrow probably. But you know what? We prayed about it before we did it, and we finished it in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. That man pulled that thing off. It's a big old boat you had to take off under there. And that man pulled that boat off, and when he did, the whole thing fell out. And all we had to do was put the pieces back in there and fix it. That's who Jesus is. I'm telling you, he takes care of his people. I love him tonight. Let me tell you who Jesus is. He's the rock of all ages. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the heavenly Father, the beginning and the end. Much more than this, my friend. He's the Son of Man. He's coming back. Back in church. We want to pray for all the church family. Ask God to keep his hand upon them. And we want to pray for Sister uh, can't even think, McKinley. And uh, ask God to completely heal her. And remember all that are sick, not able to be here. We want to pray for Pat Hollister's grandson, Brennan. We want to pray for Sister Bergeron, Paul Swain, and Carly. Pray for this service. Pray for revival. Let's love God, church. Hallelujah. God, we love you. We thank you for your many blessings. God, have your way in this world. We're dependent upon you, God. We trust you. God, every need and every request and every petition. God, you're more than able. God, you're a miracle worker. 
if you like. The brothers bring the offering pan if you would. Tammy, come and get ready to sing if you would. And then Brother Charles will be singing. Come on, Tammy. Hallelujah. And Brother Charles will be ready after her. Clap as Tammy comes. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Brother Kane, good job. See y'all in church. Praise the Lord. All right. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for the church. Yes. Hallelujah. Let's give God another hand clap for Brother Charles. Thank
Brother Luke. Bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't we all give the Lord a great hand clap of praise? Somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph today. Hallelujah! 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 It's good to be in the house of God tonight. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. It's still the best place in the world to be. Amen. And I'm glad I'm in church. Thank God. I'm glad I know the Lord. Amen. We're living in troubled times. We sure need God. Hallelujah. 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 It is good to be here. Good to see everyone that's in the house of the Lord. Good to see some... I don't know that's... I was, I was going to say old, familiar faces, but that don't sound too good, but whatever. But glad you're in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. And um, about the time we think things are going to get normal, it gets crazy again. Let's us know that the coming of the Lord is very, 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 very near. Amen. If you don't believe it, read Matthew chapter 24. That's about all you need to read to figure out that the Lord's soon to come. And uh, we need God's help and God's direction. We want to pray. I'm going to make some announcements and turn the service to Brother uh, Trey Gore tonight. He's going to preach for us. And uh, I was not sure that I would make it back for service tonight, but I'm glad that I did. And uh, I told him, I said, you're going to have to preach fast. Don't preach slow. I haven't I haven't been in the bed since Monday night, and so he's going to have to preach really, really fast to keep me awake. If I go to sleep, he can just turn around and kick the chair or something and uh, be like they said old, old Brother Hicks was. Oh, blessed Jesus. And uh, hallelujah. But anyway, uh, we want to remember to pray for the Dixon family. That funeral will be here tomorrow at 2 o'clock. And uh, such a tragic, sudden, unexpected death. And we ask the Lord to touch and help them and uh, comfort them. The wake will start at 12. The viewing will start at 12. And uh, then the funeral at 2. And I want to say thank you to all of those who have been fixing food, preparing food, and will be doing that tomorrow. Graduation, our celebration for our graduates is Sunday. Brother Laster will be here preaching for us Sunday. Looking forward to that, so don't forget that. And I am so thankful for what God is doing for Sister McKinley. Now, there's a long ways to go, but I think we ought to give God praise for every little thing. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God's still a miracle worker, and we're believing God to give her a complete healing in her body and touch and strengthen the family as they go through these trying times. Lord, bless you for being in the house of God. Let's welcome Brother, uh, Brother Gore to the pulpit tonight. Let's hear the Word of God, see what God has for us in this house. Let's give the Lord another hand clap of praise. Praise the Lord, everybody. Man, don't it feel good to be in the house of the Lord this evening? No greater place I'd rather be. 
Amen. I was listening to Brother Charles Brewer sing that song earlier. I'm thankful he didn't leave me the way that he found me. Amen. I'm thankful he didn't leave me in the world. Amen. But he delivered me out of the world. Amen. I do give honor to my pastor this evening, Brother Looper and Brother Duplissy. I told my wife earlier today that I was, I was pretty nervous. I told her I always get so nervous when I preach here at Silsby. And she asked me, she said, why? I said, because I've got two of the greatest preachers that's standing behind me. And I give them honor this evening. Amen. Amen. I want to go to Isaiah chapter 59, starting at verse 1. Amen. I feel the Lord has laid a burden on my heart for today. Amen. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1. When you got it, say amen. amen. The Bible says here in verse 1, it says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. Amen. I'm thankful today my God's arm is not shortened. And his ear is not so far that he cannot hear us. Amen. I, I look at this passage of Scripture this evening. And I want to preach to us on this subject. He is ready, but are you? He is ready, but are you? Amen. You can lay your Bibles down. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you today for this word. God, we thank you for this opportunity. Lord, we ask you that you would anoint this word from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. God, that you would anoint my lips of clay that I would preach this word. How you have placed it in my heart for the concerning of this service. Lord, we ask you to break every chain, remove every stumbling block. Let this service be orchestrated by your will and by your power, Lord. And we will give you the praise and the glory. Glory for it. Oh, in the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You can be seated. Amen. I want to preach to us for a little while on this subject. He is ready. But are you? We look here in Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1. It says, Behold. The Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But we look here at verse 2. But your iniquities have separated you between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, and your tongue had murmured. Perversionists. Amen. And I look at this passage of Scripture here today. I'm so thankful that His ears are not so far that He can't hear us. I'm so thankful His arms are not so far that He cannot reach us. But I look at this passage of Scripture of somebody here that that sin has come in their lives and began to separate them between them and God. I know today the Bible said that God would not dwell with an unclean temple. 
God's not going to dwell there. And, and we began to place sin there. God's not going to dwell in things uh, that He hates. There's some things that God loves, uh, and there's some things that God hates. Uh, and I'm going to tell you today, God hates sin. Uh, and God's not going to dwell uh, where sin is. But I want to tell you today, uh, we don't have to stay lost uh, in sin. Uh, we don't have to stay lost uh, into the things uh, of this world. Uh, there is uh, a way out. There is a plan of God. I want to tell you today, my God is ready. But are you? Are you ready to commit to Him? Are you ready to sell out to Him? Are you ready to bury your past and reach to your future and marry it with everything that's inside of you? I want to tell you, there's some things worth letting go. There's some things worth just letting it be buried under the blood. Letting God move it as far as the east is from the west. I'm going to tell you, He's willing. But sometimes we will allow these things to hang on and say, Well, I just don't know if God will will forgive me of that. I want to tell you, that ain't nothing more than a lie of the devil. I want to tell you, He is the Father of all lies. I come today to tell you, my God is ready to forgive you of your sin. You've just got to come boldly before Him. Hey man, there's a way out of sin. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, 2 Chronicles 7 and verse 14, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their lands. I'm going to tell you, God's give us an exit place. God's give us a place to push sin out of our way. How is that? Oh, we've got to be humble before God. We've got to seek His face. Amen. We've got to be willing to turn from our wicked ways. And He said, when you turn from your wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. Then will I heal your land. Then will I move your circumstance. Then will I move that problem. I want to tell you, God wants to move it for you. But sometimes we've got some stumbling blocks that's in front of us that keeps tripping us up time and time and time again. But I want to tell you, if you can just come humbly before Him, if you can come humbly before Him like this man did in the book of Psalms, chapter 34 and verse 6, the poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. I'm going to tell you, this poor man cried out to God, saying, God, I need you more than I need anything else in this world. And the Lord heard him, and the Lord delivered him. But look here at verse 7, and the angel of the Lord intercamped round and about them that fear them and deliver them. I want to tell you today, sometimes we got to come boldly before the throne of grace and have a cry to God. He 
and his ears will be attended unto you. And I want to tell you, not only the Lord's going to hear you, but the angels of heaven will come round and about you and in a camp around you. I want to tell you, the Bible also says that the angels would rejoice over one sinner that repenteth. Amen. The angels want to come in and camp round and about you. Oh, then verse 8 it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. I'm going to tell you, we've got to be willing. Amen. We've got to be willing to taste and see that the Lord is good. We've got to be willing to taste this. I'm going to tell you, He's ready. But are you, are you ready? Just taste and see that the Lord is good. And verse 9 tells us, Oh, fear the Lord, ye saints, for there is no weight to them that fear Him. There's no weight today to come boldly before the throne of grace. There's no, there's no weight. There's no line in front of you. I want to tell you today, God is so mighty. Amen. He is so mighty. You know, I look at this passage of Scripture today and I'm so thankful that we got a God that loves us. we got a God that cares for us. You read it in the Scripture, you're the apple of His eye. Oh, you're His chosen generation. You're His royal priesthood. His holy nation. I'm going to tell you, you are His royal priesthood. You are His child. Oh, but I tell you, we've got to be called by His name. We've got to be called by His name. I want to tell you today, God knows where you're at. He knows what's going on. You've just got to be willing to lean on Him. It's time to quit leaning on our own understanding and say, God, would you enlighten my footsteps to follow you? Oh, sometimes we're trying to do it on our own, but we find ourselves in trouble. We find ourselves messing the things up. I want to tell you, just learn to lean on Him. Just learn to trust in Him. He's going to lead you. He's going to guide you. He's not going to forsake you. Oh, He's not going to leave you out in the wilderness all by yourself. But He's a God that knows right when to show up. He's a God. He said He would never put no more on you than you can bear. He'll never load you down so much that you can't go forward. I tell you today, sometimes it may feel like we're about to break. It may feel like the load is heavy. But I want to tell you about a God today that He would cause rest to the weary, to them that are well-doing. I want to tell you, He's able to bring rest to your soul. He's able to bring peace to your circumstance. A peace that passeth all understanding. I want to tell you, we serve a great and a mighty God here this evening. We serve a God this evening uh, standing up there uh, and saying, oh, I, 
I'm listening for my people. I'm listening for my children. I'm listening to them that are calling on my name. Oh, what can I do today? Oh, who's praising me today? Who's worshiping me today? I want to tell you, the angels of heaven will enter camp round and about you in this house of God this evening and help you push through, help you break through. Oh, I'm telling you, when you start calling on the name of Jesus, you got more power than just who's here. But you got the angels of heaven beginning to enter camp around you and begin to encourage you until something breaks, until something moves. Amen. He's willing. But are you? He's willing to work it out. But are we willing to give up and let Him take over? Amen. I'm reminded of a story in the Bible of Jesus one day. Jesus was out there sitting on the side of a well. And uh, a Samaritan woman come up to him and Jesus told her, he said, uh, can you give me a drink? The Samaritan woman looked at him and said, oh, you're a Jew. We're, we're really not even supposed to talk to one another. We're not even supposed to really communicate and you're asking me for a drink. And Jesus says here in verse 10, Jesus answered and said unto her, if thou knowest the gift of God... And who it is that saith to thee, give me to drink. Thou wouldn't have asked of him and wouldn't have given him the living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep from whence. Then hast thou that living water. Art thou greater than our father Jacob? which gave us the well and drank thereof himself. Himself and his cattle, his children and his cattle. Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. I'm going to tell you, Jesus didn't need a rope. Jesus didn't need a bucket to reach down in the well. Jesus told her, He said, if you drink of this water, you're going to thirst again. If you drink of this water, I don't care if Jacob dug the well. I don't care if his children drank of this well. I don't care if his cattle drank of this well. This well right here, you will thirst again. This well right here, you will find yourself again with a bucket reaching down in there again to get you another drink of water. Or water to sustain you for the day. But I want to tell you, but whosoever drinketh of the water... That I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him as a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Oh, this well that Jesus is talking about, you're never going to thirst again. This well that He's talking about, it's going to be in you springing up. Oh, I'm telling you today, this Holy Ghost is willing to spring up inside of you. And it's up into everlasting life. The woman says unto Him, Sir, give me this water 
that I thirst, neither come hither to draw. Jesus said unto her, Go call thy husband and come hither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and the one thou now has it not thy husband. In this says truly. The woman said unto her, I, I perceive that thou art a prophet. I look at this lady here. You know, she said, Hey, I want to drink of this well. I want some of this water. If I'll never thirst again, I don't want to come back down here. I don't want to have to walk back down here and pick this, pick this water back up. And Jesus looks at her and said, Oh, why don't you go get your husband? Bring your husband back here. And she says, Oh, I don't have no husband. And Jesus looks at her and said, Oh yeah, you have had five husbands. And the one you're with right now is not your husband. And she looks at him and says, Oh, I perceive that thou art a prophet. I want to tell you today. We can't hide anything from God. We can't hide anything from Him. I want to tell you, He already knows your faults. He already knows your failures. Or you can say, oh, I haven't been doing that. I haven't been falling into those temptations. I haven't been falling after the lust of the flesh. I haven't been doing that. I come today to tell you, you can't hide it from Him. Oh, he looked at that lady and said, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. You've had five husbands. And the one you've got right now, that's not even your husband at all. I'm telling you, Jesus could be looking at some of us this evening and say, oh, no, 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 no. You've been doing this and you've been doing that. Oh, no, 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 no. And he begins to hide his face from you. I want to tell you today. I want to let you know today. We just got to come boldly. For him, our shame. Oh, I'm telling you, God already knows your fault. He's just waiting on you to repent over it. He's just waiting on you to bring it to him. He's just waiting on you to fall on your knees and say, God, will you forgive me? Oh, can I drink of this well? Can I drink of this water? That I'll never thirst again. Oh yes you can. But you gotta be willing to let some things aside. You got to be willing to sell out some things. Because I want to tell you, in the book of John chapter 7 and verse 37, in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his bellies shall flow rivers of living water. Oh, I want to tell you today, you can out of your bellies can flow rivers of living water. This well does not run dry, but this well is everlasting. I want to tell you, there's something about a taste and see what this is about. There's something to this that will change you forever. There's something to this that can change your life. There's something to this that will teach you to love the things that God loves. And teach you to hate the things that God hates. There's something to this well 
Oh, and I want to tell you this well gets sweeter as the days go on. This well don't never become bitter. This well never becomes dry. This well never runs out. Oh, but I want to tell you this well gets richer and richer as the days go on. I want to tell you if you haven't drunk from this well, you're missing one of the greatest things on this side of eternity. And I want to let you know, my God is willing. My God, He's saying, whoever comes unto me. Oh, we've got to be willing to come unto Him. We've got to be willing to seek His face. Oh, we got to be willing to repent. Oh, and then we can get a drink of this well. We can get a drink of this experience. We can get a drink of some heavenly things. Like the Scripture said, wait until you be undoed with power from on high. I want to tell you, this well reaches further than you can imagine. This well is a little taste of what heaven is all about. This well... It's something that could separate you from this world and help you to come out from this world and be you separate, saith God. This well is real, and this well is powerful. But you know, I look in the Bible here in Acts chapter 2 and verse 12. And they were all amazed, were announced, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Some people today, they would look at us and say we're crazy. Some people would say, oh man, what is this about? But so many people are amazed about what God can do. So many people are amazed to see God take somebody that used to be an alcoholic and deliver them. Oh, I'm going to tell you, there's something about this well that can change somebody. There's something about this well you can come get a drink of and take a broken home and a broken marriage and put it back together again. And this world is all amazed about it, but they're not willing to try it because they're not willing. To get a hold of it. Oh, they'll hear the testimonies. They'll hear the wonders. And they're amazed. But are they willing to try it for themselves? Are they willing to, to trust God with everything? But others are mocking. Others are mocking and say, oh, there's nothing to that. There's nothing about that. There's, there's something. They're just, they're just going through emotion. No! The Bible said these men are full of new wine. But Peter standing up with the eleven lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea and all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my word. For these are not drunk as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. I want to tell you, these people are not drunk on the narcotics of this world, but they've got a hold of the well that don't run dry. They got a hold of a well of the springing up in them of everlasting water. 
But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last day, saith God. I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. And your old men shall dream dreams. And all my servants and all my handsmaids. I will pour out in those days of my Spirit. And they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in heaven. I'm thankful today that God still shows wonders. Oh, I'm thankful today that God still shows miracles in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath the blood and the fire and the vapor spoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, the moon and the blood before the great and notable day of the Lord comes. And it says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want to tell you, it's going to take calling on the name of Jesus. It's going to take calling on the name of Jesus to be saved. It's going to take the name of Jesus to drink of that cup that won't run dry. I want to tell you, that cup is powerful. That cup is something that will get a hold of you. It'll set your soul on fire. It'll bring you out of the world. It'll put your feet on a solid rock where you won't stumble and you won't fail. Oh, I want to tell you, you just got to be willing to call on His name. How do you do that? How do you call on His name? You call on His name through repentance. You call on His name, God, save me. Don't leave me the way that you found me. How do you do that? You just got to be willing to call on His name and say, God, forgive me. Help me to turn around. Help me to get another drink from this well. Help me to get another drink. And only you can give. I want to tell you to be saved. You've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. Oh, you've still got to go down in the name of Jesus. You've still got to go down in the name of Jesus. I want to tell you, you're calling on the name of Jesus when you're being buried with Him. I want to tell you, you've got to call on the name of Jesus for God to fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I want to tell you, He's willing, but are you? He's willing to fill your cup. He's willing to give you a blessing. He's willing to encourage you. Amen. They can come to the music. He's willing. But are you willing? Are you willing to step out? Are you willing to move forward and say, I want to draw nigh to you? How you're drawn out of me. Are you willing to step out? I'm reminded of a story in the Bible of a lady that had an issue of blood. For 12 long years she had this issue. And the Bible says she spent all she had. She'd been to all the great physicians. She's been to all the doctors. And they would all say, oh, there's no hope for you. 
There's nothing we can do for you. And at this time, according to the Scripture, this was still in the Mosaical Law. If she was to touch somebody, they would come unclean and uncommon. But this little girl, she heard that Jesus was coming by. And something got a hold of her, saying, if I can only but touch the hem of His garment, I would be made whole. This lady was probably sitting there thinking, you know, if I touch somebody, they become unclean. If I bump into somebody over here, they become unclean. And so on and so on. But you know what? I believe there's something that rose up in her. That's called faith. And something said, you know what? I've got only one shot of making this thing right. I've got only one shot of being healed. I've got only one shot of being delivered. And something got a hold of her. He said, you know what? I've got to get a hold of the hem of that garment. No matter what's in front of me, I've got to push. I've got to pull. I've got to get there. I can picture this lady pushing her way through the crowd. People looking around probably saying, what are you doing? Why are you going up that way? You're unclean. You're uncommon. Stay away from me. But something rose up and said, i got to get a hold of the hem of the garment. And all of a sudden, she gets a hold of the hem of that garment. And all of a sudden, Jesus turns around. And He's saying, who touched me? People are looking at Him and say, what do you mean who's touching you? We're all around you. He said, oh, no, 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 no. He said, somebody, just touch me. Oh, somebody. Oh, I just felt it. I just felt it. If somebody just touched me and it got my attention. And all of a sudden he turns around and he looks at this lady. I would picture her probably lying on the ground, probably scared to death. Oh my, I just touched the Messiah. I just touched the King of Kings. I just touched him. And he's looking at her. I said, all thy faith had made thee whole. I feel like I'm preaching to somebody here today. But you've got to be willing to step out. You can't keep worrying about what this one's going to say or what that one's going to say. But this is between you and God. You've got to be like that lady and say, you know what, I'm just going to step by faith. I open these altars this evening. And I hope that I can encourage you. He's willing. He's willing. But are you... Are you willing to take your hands off of it and let God work for you? Oh, I open these altars this evening. Jesus name come on 
Let's stand across this building right now. If you need something from the Lord, why don't you step out and try to touch Him today? Amen. He is here for you. God wants to do a work for you. Why don't you step out by faith and say, Here I am, God. I need you. I desire you. I hunger for you, God. I can't make it on my own, but you're my help. You're my hope. You're my rescue, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. everybody in this place just lift your hands here I am God fill me up Lord give me that fresh help that touch from heaven right now come on lift up your hands lift up your voice reach out to God whatever you need God's got it whatever you're facing God's the answer hallelujah Jesus 